Wow. Shit, man. This is, this is going to be fun. Bring I got to like rethink up all the shit that I saw in the first two episodes. Well, on that note, I I started recording. Oh, shit. Okay. I, I like this, uh, you know. Like this spontaneous style, huh? Spring it on me? Yeah, just kind of not like, you know, not tell you what's going on kind of thing. Yep, unscripted. You know, it's like uh, one of those undercover camera things on a fucking politician. <laughs> Go for an undercover buy, do a little bit of blow, you know, and then just jump right into it. Oh, man. Well, um, yeah, welcome to Couch on Fire podcast. This is the Afterburn, and we're going to be talking about Star Wars. But oh, Jesus. this episode is going to be about episode one and two. We're just going to let it go. We're just going to take it, take it to it. Oh yeah, prequel time. Well, see, I'll be... you call it. See, I understand it's a prequel, mm-hmm. but since they're numbered, I always say, you know, episode one, and people are like, "Oh yeah, New Hope." I'm like, "No." The well, yeah, because it's the first one that came out. Yeah, but. Okay, but did you did you watch them in order though, or did you watch it you know first ones then the prequels? Well, obviously I've seen I've seen Star Wars, um, so a long time ago, growing up as a kid, they used to actually run the first well the episode four, five, and six would always run around Christmas time. It was like a marathon. They would play a New Hope, you know. Mm-hmm. I was going to say The Last Jedi. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get to that one. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to that one. Anyway, that might uh, be a two-parter right there. <laughs> but, um, no, like, they would always play the original ones. And then mm-hmm. when um, the prequels came out, I just started watching them in order. I, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to tell you this right now. I am a fan of the prequel ones. I am not so much. So this is going to be this will be an interesting conversation. Now I will obviously throughout this you know this episode and the ones in the future, I will explain to you why I'm a fan of them. Um, <laughs> I can see why people are not a fan of them, but I mean I think the the storyline was great. So let's get into it. Episode one, the Phantom Menace. Go. All right, so I'll start Go. out with what I I like about the about the prequels, which isn't very much. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think the like the action choreography was actually pretty good, bar a couple of scenes like that fucking pod racer thing was stupid. But you know, a lot of the <laughs> lightsaber fights and everything that like the final fight between you know Darth Maul and Qui Gon Jinn and everything that was pretty neat. Especially since the guy who played uh, Darth Maul he did all his own stunts, all his own choreography and everything. You know, I respect the hell out of that. Um, even though young Anakin Skywalker cannot act to save his ass, um, I like the idea of the Anakin Skywalker storyline. It's one of the good parts of the of the prequels. Yeah. You know, did did it really need a whole nother series just to say it? I mean, not really. I thought Darth Vader was interesting enough on his own, but I think if they would have had better writing and arguably a better actor. It could have been a really, really compelling story. Well, do you think that, in your opinion, do you think that George Lucas rushed, or do you think that, like, you know, not, not, I don't, I don't think he rushed at all. I think the problem was, and a lot of people kind of brought it up over time, he surrounded himself with yes men, and yeah. he did not listen to criticism. So when he came up with the idea of, hey, let's put in a fucking Jar Jar Binks, this stupid pink looking asshole. Who, <laughs> who just talks like he's, you know, stereotypical Jamaican or some shit. 
no one even blinked an eye. I said, sure, George, let's do it. You know, you and while we're at all it, beings. <laughs> yeah, while we're at it, why not? Why don't we get like a big fat one? You know, Isa Bomba and all that kind of bullshit. Yeah. Let's get let's get a whole underwater city of nothing but these stupid ass lizard people. You know, my so my take on the Phantom Menace would be it is definitely not a well, it's it's a Star Wars film, obviously, right? But I think people go in thinking it's an Anakin Skywalker film, and it's to me it's not. To me, it is. A great story. It sets up the whole politics in Star Wars, but it also sets up the whole, like it, to me, it's more of a Obi Wan Kenobi film. It kind of, ah. it, it, and that's why I'm drawn to it because I, the story of, I, you know, I love the story of you know Master and Apprentice. I love the story. I mean, it's just you know, it's it's just a tr- traditional thing. It's been happening for years in real life, and I, you know, so I love the story of it. So you actually get to see more of Obi Wan Kenobi. Because later, when we talk about those episodes, you don't really get to see them that much. So you actually get to learn about them. I think Ewan McGregor did a great job as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, I'll agree on that one. Now, obviously, he was just a... He wasn't a Master Jedi at that time. I don't think in the first one. No, he wasn't. Because then that was uh, Liam Neeson, who Mm -hmm. is a god in his own right. But we'll... (laughs) So... Um, Well, no, he just... He was good. He, he, He played good. He was a good character, and I liked it. Um, so, going into it, obviously everyone's like, "I just want to learn the history of Darth Vader because Darth Vader's the shit." Everyone likes it, and they want to hear about the Skywalker family. But you forget about the, you know, about Obi Wan Kenobi. So I fell in love with it because just learning about him, learning his relationship with his master. Uh, was it Quaglan Jin? What was it? Is it? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. his name. Yeah, yeah. So learning about the guy with the green one. Yeah, <laughs> just learning some things, and you get to see a lot of things in that movie. You get to see the world of Star Wars way before you know the original ones, and then you get to see you get to learn a little bit about the politics. Um, now, the downsides, I agree. I feel like the racing, that racing scene, that little speed racer, kind of. Well, it's just it's too padded is the problem. Yeah, I, I feel like they're they're stuck on this idea of a trilogy because the original movies were a trilogy. Yeah, I think you have one, maybe two, really good movies inside these three shitty movies. Yeah, need stuff cut. Stuff needs to be rewritten. Stuff needs to be like get a little bit better actors, and it's good. You know, I mean, you can see the bad CG. And all that kind of stuff today, but back then, I mean, it probably looked pretty good. Yeah, I can't, I can't speak with any accuracy. You know, I was a little kid back then when those movies came out. Everything looks good when you're a kid. Well, I know. I mean, I think it was uh, obviously it was groundbreaking when they came out, but the prequels to me were more of a modern take on things, like vision-wise. Like when you're watching it, mm-hmm. it's a modern take of everything, and that's what drawed it to me because. You know, it's just kind of like you grew up and, you know, you had that one family member in your house that watches black and white cowboy films. And I fucking hate black and white cowboy films. Oh, man. And to me, the original Star Wars, yeah, it's cool. Everyone's like, oh, you know, Harrison Ford and all this, Carrie Fisher. That's great. But I related more to the prequels because it was around my time. I got to experience it. And like I said, it made me obsessed with, you know, the Jedi's because you learn more about the Jedi's too. So it's just like it's just yeah, it's just good. It was good. But 
you look online, people trash the shit out of the, <laughs> the Phantom Menace. And it's probably, yeah. it probably is because of Jar Jar Banks. You know, it's funny. Going into this podcast, I was like, you know what? We're going to talk a lot about Star Wars. But the problem is the prequels are just so eh, that it's kind of hard to bring up so much to it. And I can see us flying through the prequels, but getting more in depth with the middle, and then obviously the new, the new ones that are out right now are going to be outrageous. I, I think the problem, I, I, one of the main reasons for such uh, the terrible reaction to the prequels, is because they're so radically different from what the original Star Wars was, and they came out so long after the original yeah. Star Wars, that the original Star Wars, kind of like all their problems and stuff were kind of forgotten. They were smoothed over. You know, nostalgia took over your rose-tinted glasses and everything. So when you compare a kind of a train wreck, <laughs> which Phantom Menace definitely was, to something that's remembered a lot more fondly, like the original ones were, and believe me, the originals had plenty of fucking problems, it's a recipe for disaster. I'm not surprised looking back on it, seeing the critical reaction and seeing like everyone making fun of the the prequels and stuff because they're fucking goofy, man. They they try and play super serious, and I think the later ones actually do a lot better job of that. Mm-hmm. But the Phantom Menace in particular is just fucking weird. Well, I think the best, obviously, well, besides Obi Wan, I think that mm-hmm. everyone agrees on this. I think the best thing about obviously the Phantom Menace is um, Darth Maul. Definitely. Like, uh, I mean, he's he's such a he's such a unique character, and why they killed him off? That's probably left a big sour taste in people's mouth. That so the to the point where they brought him back for the cartoon when yeah. they made that, and then the spinoffs, which we we could possibly get to. Um, he was in a you know, spoiler alert. He was in a you know in a deleted scene off a spinoff. Um, spinoff. Yeah, he What's was. What's been off? Uh, the Han Solo movie. Oh, really? Yeah. After, oh shit! You didn't. It's not. You're not missing much. I'm not going to tell you too much about it. Okay. <laughs> after the credits, he was. He showed up. Hmm. So but, it's confirmed that he's alive canonically. So. He's alive. He's much older. Like he looks older, in the mm-hmm. um, when he showed up, and his legs are metal. Huh. So whatever, whatever he did. Whatever dark side of the force he used, he it definitely worked out. Now, obviously, in the comic books, I mean, not in the comics, in the cartoons, he had like, like robotic legs that were um, like spider legs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, I wonder if like that just evolved. But yeah, because that that I don't know. that takes place way past. I mean, him dying, and then you know, Han Solo wasn't even thought of at that time. So, hmm. I mm. I, I don't know, man. It's okay. I, uh, it's okay. It's okay. I understand. The Phantom Menace. It was a menace. <laughs> well, it was it was a mess is what it was. Uh, it, it Like I said, had a lot of really great ideas. Darth Maul was great, but Darth Maul kind of encapsulated the problem with the prequels themselves, um, which is that he's an amazing guy. You know, he's an amazing villain and stuff. You don't know anything about him. There's no detail. There's no backstory. He's just a guy in tribal paint fucking shit up and that Darth Darth Vader was pretty much the same way for the first two or so uh, of the original movies he was just a guy in a big black suit running around killing people 
And they gave him a little bit of character in the third one. Of course, he's Luke's father and everything. But you still, he's a mystery. Like, what? how did he get here? Where did he get the suit? You know, what's going on? Nobody knows. And then the prequels, they over-explained it. They made his character lose all of its mystery, all of its depth. He's, you know exactly who he is. He is Anakin Skywalker. He was this. You know, his mother was a slave when he was growing up. And it, it takes a lot of the mystique out, I think. Okay. I, I get you. I, I, hear, I hear you on that one. But, you know, do you ever think that, like... You think they dumbed it down because maybe he heard some critiques for the other ones and they were like, you know what, he needs to be a little bit better. I, I don't necessarily think he's dumbed down because I actually like the way they treat his character and the like the arc that he goes through. Yeah. His transformation to the dark side, it was very gradual and I think it was done very well. Um with me, I just they didn't make him a likable character. Like well, it goes back to what you said about the actor, the kid that played, and young Anakin, was a fucking moron. Well, <laughs> that, that's the problem. I, I think we Hollywood should just make up their minds and say, "Look, we're not putting any more fucking kids in the movies." Okay, I know you guys want to have a kid, so the other kids could be like, "Hey, you know, we could be a, a Jedi too." No, fuck you. Kids can't be Jedi's. Fuck off. <laughs> my favorite part of the entire prequels oh, was no, when Anakin went in the Jedi Temple. We're not there yet. We're not there yeah, yet. We're, we're, we're not going to get to that. I just want anyone who's already seen them. That's my favorite part of the whole trilogy. Well, we learned uh, last episode that you just like misery and suffering. <laughs> you? Look, I'm, I'm okay with, with the whole like really quiet, really, you know, chill, happy-go-lucky movie. My thing is, you got to be consistent. Yeah. Like, if Star Wars is just meant to be a fun, good time, entertainment popcorn movie, then keep it that way. But don't, like, have it zany and goofy and have this dumbass kid running around pod racing half the movie and then try and get super serious at the end and, you know, expect me to feel anything. Just, you know, just pick a tone and stick with it. Well, I want to know how old Padme was because... I mean, it says I'm I'm reading online just to double check my facts that you know young Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker was nine years old. How old was fucking Padme? Because obviously, she was. She like, looks to be about like fifteen or sixteen. Yeah, I was gonna something say, like that. I was gonna say something in the teens, but like that's kind of weird. You know, no spoilers, but that's Luke's mother and father. Hey there, Mrs. <laughs> Robinson. <laughs> I know, like you know, and it's just kind of like I don't know. You know, so. yeah that that whole that whole relationship is really fucking weird, but just, like uncomfortably weird. So I, I honestly don't think we needed to know where um what's his name where Luke and them came from. Yeah, I would have been perfectly fine just have it like oh you know he's some fucking guy you know. Well, do you think that he, so you so you're saying you don't think they should have ever had prequels? We could have just left it a mystery forever. No, I, I just think, like, where... I think there are certain things that are better off not being answered, certain questions. Mm -hmm. And I think trying to answer them and not answering them appropriately or not giving them an, a satisfying enough resolution, it's a lot of the problems, like, well, obviously we'll get to this, this will be an episode, but a lot of horror franchises, they start out, you don't know shit about the killer. Yeah. Shit about the villain or anything, and he's the, that's when he's the most terrifying because you have no idea what he can do. Yeah. And then after about two or three movies of knowing what he's capable of, what his weaknesses are, how you beat him, 
how he works. All you're doing is sitting there waiting on everyone else to figure it out, and it's frustrating as shit every time because it's like if you would just do this, you would be fine. And that's the same problem. I don't want to know that, you know, fucking Darth Vader thinks this, this, and this, because then when I go back and watch the original movies, I'm just thinking, well, why didn't they do this? You know, that's totally out of his character. You know, he, he wouldn't do something like that and all this. It, it limits you create creatively. Is that the right phrase I'm using? It limits you in what you can do and how you can say what you're trying to say. I just... Because if you... I, I feel I, I I hear what you're saying. I just feel like I don't, I lost my damn train of thought. Holy shit! ADHD. It's a thing. Yeah, that's <laughs> hey man. It's, it's what the prequels will do to you. They did the same shit to me. Well, hold on. I lost the ability to think for a minute. Before before we do anything, are you playing Far Cry Four right now? Um, my lawyer said I shouldn't answer that question. <laughs> Uh, the only reason why I know is because uh, don't judge me, okay? It's okay. Yeah, I, I, Discord probably has like an overlay or something. Yeah, Discord is watching you right now. Yeah. Um, well, I know that was a side note. Hence the ADHD. But okay, so the anyway. fan, so the Phantom Menace, it came out. It was a thing. Uh, it mm-hmm. did lay. You know, I know some people don't even like any of the prequels, but it did come out. So you're gonna have to appreciate it. It made money in the box office. It did well. Mm-hmm. I think. Any Star Wars is going to do well, well enough. I don't know, but it'll at least be profitable. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what Episode One did is the same thing that Episode Seven did. I feel like what happened, what happened, like if you got Star Wars, you got three movies. It was great, bam, awesome. Mm-hmm. Then people, then there was nothing. So people just learned to love it. There was a fanboy effect. There was everything, a nostalgia effect. Everyone loved it. So as soon as they said, oh my god, the creator of Star Wars is making another Star Wars film, mm-hmm. no matter how shitty it was, no matter how great or anything in anybody's opinion, it would be successful because they've waited so long. It was like 1999 when The Phantom Menace came out. And mm-hmm. the last, I think the last one was in the 80s. So it was a good like 15 years in between and so it's just bam so yeah i mean we got you got to take into account too a lot of the original star wars movies were not that well received when they first came out like uh the empire strikes back dude that shit got critically railed when it first came out it took a long time for its reputation to come back up and now it's considered probably one of the best of the original star wars really is it, that's the middle one right that's the uh, yes yeah so there's no way well that brings me to my next topic which is Mm -hmm. you know episode 2 if you think about it so episode 2 to me was the worst out of all the prequels if you had to pick them in order obviously 3 would be the best because you get to see Darth Vader but yes but and then it would go 1 because you get to learn about Darth Maul you get to learn about Obi-Wan but part 2 was fucking horrible and to me the next 3 after that Empire Spike Facts wasn't the greatest so the fact that now it is received a little bit more. It's kind of crazy. All right, so explain yourself. What do you not like about Episode 2? I obviously have my own problems with it, but we'll get to that in due time. Well, Episode 2 was just a teenage Anakin being fucking teenager, and he was just, you know... And ocean. teenagers are the worst. And teenagers We've are the worst. This. And then he slowly falls, starts falling in love with, you know, this woman who took him in as a nine-year-old and tried to mold him. 
you mm-hmm. know, and tried to tried to groom him. Yeah, you know, and just help out and be his like mentor slash friend. So he fell in love with his friend. So now there's a love story. Okay, that's cool. I'm I'm okay with a love story in Star Wars. I mean, I'm not gonna be upset about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean, that and the the whole. It, it's supposed to set ten years after the Phantom Menace. So it was a mm-hmm. big time jump for me. Now I know the other ones were a little bit more of a time jump too, but it was just a big time jump for me. And it just I don't know, it was just weird. I think maybe they made the time jump because um they Because wanted, of the age difference? The age difference and yeah, because they wanted to do a love story and there's no way a ten, eleven year old would fall in love with a sixteen, seventeen year old. I mean it could be. I mean I mean I mean I watched that movie. You want to watch like a a grown woman trying to seduce an eleven year old boy? I'm down for that. Oh Come on, oh my get on to Hollywood. Oh Come on, Lord. Uh, <laughs> <and> then, <laughs> We're about to get taken off iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then the whole attack of it's 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 called Attack of the Clones. So it's like mm-hmm. okay, then the whole clone thing was just you know it's like so what they use they use Boba Fett. I don't think at mm-hmm. the time was he Boba Fett or was he just. I think yeah he was. He, okay. Well, he he, he was no no his, a his hunter, or yeah his, his dad was Jango Fett. I might have that switched around, but there was the his dad was like the bounty hunter, and he was just a kid. He was helping him out. Oh okay, but in this, his father was used for the clones. Right. And then later in the next three episodes, well in the next three, I mean episodes four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. His him as a boy is all grown up so okay I, I get you right the, the whole clone thing it's just that one to me out of all of them seems like it was thrown together like I feel like yeah you know I'm looking at the numbers right now I mean that's the that one right there number episode two didn't make as much as all the other episodes well again that's again that's the problem that I have is they're trying to explain something that doesn't need to be explained yeah no I we, don't, we don't need to we don't need to know where the fucking um, stormtroopers come from. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like they're sitting there, they're a thing. They can't shoot worth shit. You know, it's 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 common knowledge. I don't want to know. I don't care. Get on with it. The only good thing that came from that whole clone storyline, I thought the Battle of Geonosis was actually pretty neat. What the um. Oh, like on the okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like like yeah. the battle in uh-huh. specifically the battle in the sandstorm, like when the big dust cloud comes up when somebody shoots down that giant ship, yeah. and like the clones and the droids go running in there. The little fight in the well, arena, as stupid an idea of it, like story wise as it is, the idea of all these Jedi down in the arena being surrounded and shit. Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty neat. That's also the one where um, Obi Wan and Anakin were trapped to this like. Like what is it called? Like um, Roman, like a Roman uh, Colosseum, Colosseum yeah. thing. Okay, yeah, that's that's definitely one. Um, you know, it was a grand fight scene. I mean, every Star Wars grand fight scene is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. I think you get to see young Chewie in this one. Attack of the Clones. I, don't know. I think you see him. I know he's in Episode Three, but I want to say he's in Episode Two. You get to see the that what is it the what is they called the walkies the well. <laughs> the walkie talkies, <laughs> the Wookies. Uh, the Wookies. So this is what happens when you get someone who loves Star Wars but is not obsessed with Star Wars. And 
I just butcher everything, so everyone that's listening to this, I do apologize. But this is my take and Griffin's take on Star Wars. Um, As, <laughs> take it or leave it. You yeah, know, take it or leave it. I mean, you know, I think I, you know, I think it was. I don't know. There's not much for me to say for Episode One and Two. I think Episode One and Two laid the foundation. Um, I love prequel stories in anything, any movie I ever watch. I love when they tell me the history of somebody. Now, um, me, yeah. I'm, I'm the opposite, and that's probably why we're we're kind of different odds about this. Yeah, me in a well-told story, there's no need for a prequel because I think I think a character that's written well enough, you can see where they're coming from without necessarily having to have it spell out for you. Yeah, like I think Darth Vader, he was kind of an interesting character because you don't know why he turned to the dark side. You never found that out. It was never that information. And you go in thinking this, this son of a bitch is evil. I mean, he kills his own subordinates because they're talking shit about him and stuff. And then in the third movie, it's all of a sudden he has this burst of humanity. He saves his son from the emperor. They die together and shit. It's a nice self-contained storyline. And as great as the arc was, I think, I think, you know, despite the acting and despite the writing and stuff, there is a genuinely emotional storyline there. I don't think it's necessary. I think it's nice, but if you're talking maybe 30, 45 minutes out of like nine hours of movie, con like combined, nah, nah, I could, I could have done without it. Okay. See, I just, I, I liked it. I mean, I will agree with this, what you're saying. I, I will say, I will say this. I think that we really didn't need to know about Darth Vader, the, the suspense of not really knowing where he came from and con, you know, and just that like curveball, like I always wanted to know, you know, like what was Anakin like and all that. Once you learn that he was the father of Luke and all that, I, I, I see the suspense and maybe that's a story that should never be explained. Mm -hmm. But I mean, even the very first movie that they ever made episode four, why Which makes it, a lot of sense. Why was it called episode four? Like, so he obviously wrote all these. Unless, do you think he wrote four, five, and six, well, and then later in life was like, oh, I'll write one, two, and three. I, I don't think it was originally episode four. I think it started out as just Star Wars, A New Hope. And then after they decided to do the prequels, it was renamed to episode four. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. No, I, I think that... <sighs> As weird and kind of fucked up as the whole Star Wars thing is, yeah, it worked great as its own self-contained story. I think, like I said, there was about a movie and a half or two good movies in, like, in setting up the prequels, in showing like where everything came to be. I don't hate the prequels as much as everyone else apparently does. <laughs> I, I think it fucked up a good idea. That's that's the harshest criticism that I can give the prequels. It's that there was an idea there that had some merit and it just it just got fucked, man. Talking about well, just completely fucked. I know we were supposed to just talk about episodes one and two, but there's no way we can go without talking about episodes three. This is, this is close out these prequels because obviously they're just, they're good to an extent, but there's really mm -hmm. not a much, a lot of detail in them, and it doesn't really. Yeah, there's not a whole lot to chew on, basically. Yes. So, with that said, Revenge of the Sith. The actual, I mean, so if you go to the whole story of it, obviously it's mm -hmm. the good falling down, 
the bad taking over, setting up things for the next three films. The Vengeance of the Sith. Ugh, I'm, I'm like having this lisp. The Vengeance of the Sith. <laughs> Episode three definitely was the best one out of all three of them, just because they had to cram so much into it to make it better, just to set up for the next three. Because the next three were obviously you know groundbreaking and all this other stuff. So to me, I think it was great. I love the war that Anakin had as an adult, like, mm-hmm. oh, I have dreams, I want to do this, but I want to save your life, and I want to do this. Like, he has a war inside of him that he's battling. I think that's amazing. Um, and then, obviously, the... I thought you were the chosen one! <laughs> yeah, the best part of the entire prequel trilogy is Anakin's fall to the dark side... You know, Order 66, all that shit. And he kills, it's great. And he kills all the kids. <laughs> yes. My favorite part of the entire trilogy, he just walks in and just fucking murders an entire room of kids. It's amazing. Now, are you talking about the first three or your favorite part of all Star Wars? Just no, out of, out of the first. Well, honestly, it's I, I wasn't as huge a fan of the original ones, so it's it might as well be all the original six Star Wars movies. My favorite is Anakin's Fall to the Dark Side and then Order 66. Basically shit going down. Yeah. Like everything gets gets turned upside down. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's legitimately great. Well, see, and that, if they that's what's good about it. That's that's why it's great because you get to see see if they would have just made one movie, not three prequels. If they would have just not I mean, I wish they wouldn't have called them episode 4, 5 and 6. I wish they would have just called A New Hope, you know. This regular name, and they would have just made one prequel, pick mm-hmm. up where Anakin's kind of an adult, you get to see young Obi-Wan, you get to see Anakin's loved one, you don't really get to find out like how they really met or when he was a kid, and they would have just picked up where he is doing his thing as a Jedi, but then he starts getting confused about what he really wants, and then you know this politician is trying to convince him to come to the dark side. And that he could save someone's life and all this stuff. I mean, it's just I, yeah. That's that's, uh, that's honestly that's a great point you just brought up. I want to ask you a question. What did the Phantom Menace bring to the overall canon of Star Wars? Like, what what reason does it have to exist? What the very first one, Episode One? Yes. Uh, the Phantom Menace had you get to see that the vulnerability of. Like so, Darth Vader is made out to be like one of the the darkest villains out there, until mm-hmm. the very you know obviously Return of the Jedi where he kind of saves the day at the end. But but until then though, everyone's like Darth Vader. Oh, he's so bad. He's a bad guy. Even you know people still think that he's just this bad guy. It's this aura around him is just so evil. So mm-hmm. to me, Phantom, the Phantom Menace shows you. That at one point he was just this soft, easy go kid that built robots, and his mother was just like a, a whore that lived on this planet. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> like, oh my god! And but but no, you get you, uh... you kind of get to see like him. You get to kind of like wow, he wasn't that bad. So something happened. So then it kind of sets it up for the second one, which is the worst fucking one. Um, but and mm-hmm. it was just like this teenage. You don't really get to see anything. He kind of starts having a little bit of emotions, like he he gets a little angry. Oh, I get mad, but you're a teenager, you get mad. Yeah, so, it's like he's he's a teenager, and yeah. teenagers are the worst, so it's that, perfectly fine. Yeah. So the first one, yes, that the answer to your question, it just sets it up so you get to see 
this great aura around this character. You you get to see where at one point he was an innocent child like everybody else in the world. Like all these mass killers, Ed Gein, all these people, mm-hmm. you know, at one time was a was a good person. They were a nice kid, something but then something went wrong in their life and they just decided to go fucking south. And it that, it kind of sets it up like that. And if you take out all the the politics and the love story and everything from it, just look at his story, his arc from that to episode three. I mean, like I said, the middle one just sucked because of the jump. It makes me so angry right now. I don't even want to fucking talk about the middle one. (laughs) Episode two just sucks. Yeah, I I really... I'm trying... I'm legit because I'm a contrarian asshole. I'm trying to come up with something nice to say about episode two, but I'm just... I'm I'm dredging for nothing. Like okay, I don't I don't know if Star Wars was like I said, if it would have just did a New Hope, Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes Back, if they were just named that instead of episodes and then if they wanted to introduce more Star Wars films as prequels, I think it'd be I know it sounds stupid. I know people that are watch are listening to this are probably like, "What the hell are you talking about?" In my mind, because they are labeled episode one, two, and three, no matter if I ever sit down, I'm like, I'm going to have a marathon. I have to watch episode, I have to watch them in order. I don't know if it's because, like, I'm, I don't know, I'm special, but I just have to yeah. watch them in order. So, like, it just leaves a sour taste in your mouth. I feel like, yeah. I, I feel you there. I don't necessarily even disagree. Um, ah. So much wasted potential. I, 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 I think. Okay, follow me here. Do you think? Um, do you think episode one and two should have been combined into one movie, or episodes two and three? Um. Well, the only reason I, I would say one and two, but it was a time jump. Hmm? I think, if anything, um, as much as you know, I would eliminate episode two. It was kind of pointless. The only the only good thing about episode two, if I had to pick a good thing about episode two, was, I mean, you know, you get, you get to see the rise of the Sith. You know, you get to see, like, them, you know, the politicians, that whole thing. You kind of set up the whole, like, you know, because episode four, oh. or five, and six, like, it's it's a dark Yeah, it's universe. like an introduction to the Emperor, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, you, you, you get to see that. So that's the only positive side about it. But I would I would have, honestly, I probably would have just... um. I would have combined one and two. That's not bad. But I would definitely have, like, I don't know, a little bit more. Like, episode two should have, you know, should have time jumped in the movie, not the beginning of the movie. I think episode one honestly should have started when Anakin was a teenager. Yeah, that would have made sense. I know. Well, I know it would have it would have been compared. Oh, they're just ripping off Luke's storyline. I don't give a fuck. Okay, doing something twice well is better than doing it once well and once it's original, but it's shit. Yeah, you know, I, I reused the ideas if you had to. I mean, Jesus Christ, you you reused everything for fucking Episode Seven. We'll get to that one. Um, <laughs> but start out when he's a teenager. He's a little shit. You know. Qui-Gon just beats his ass all the time because he deserves it. And he runs away from home, you know, just like Luke does. He's a slave. He's like, fuck you, dude, I'm leaving. He sneaks on board their ship or whatever. You know, dispense with all this midichlorian bullshit. Qui-Gon just has a good feeling about him. That's all you need. You don't need don't need nothing else. Have him join up the crew, you know, because he's a runaway slave now. 
that explains why they couldn't go back and save his mother, you know, and then yeah. episode two, we find out what happened to her. The whore. Yes. Yeah, I, hey, man, you got, you want to talk about something? You, uh, you good? <laughs> you know, I, I, I just got some anger. Um, you know, if Darth Maul would have stayed alive and he was the main main antagonist in episodes one and two, um, I think episode two would have been better. Yeah, honestly, take that whole storyline because um, it didn't really go anywhere with Obi-Wan killing Darth Maul. Yeah. The idea was he gave into his anger and got strong enough to kill Darth Maul, which is kind of an indication he's getting pushed towards the dark side. I think it would have been better if, like you said, he would have gone through episode one, he would have killed the shit out of Qui-Gon Jinn and then just got the hell out of Dodge. Episode two, he's whooping Obi-Wan's ass like Count Dooku does in episode three. Yeah. And then boom, in comes Anakin to save him. He goes into his like a little rage or whatever, kills the hell out of Darth Maul, get rid of Count Dooku, he's a pointless character. <laughs> he was. <laughs> you get more awesome action scenes with Darth Maul. It makes sense that Anakin goes into his dark side, you know, kills Darth Maul. It kind of sets him up for using anger in the future. We don't have to deal with his stupid child phase. I'm actually, I'm liking this. Can we crowdfund like a I know, like a redo like, of the prequels? We should. Uh, I mean, this is a, this is a good. I like this. I definitely do. I mean, I love the fact that you know he got so angry and he just killed Darth Maul, and then Obi Wan kind of looks a look on his face of concern, like, yeah, you didn't. That would to, exp- you didn't have to overkill him like that, dude. <laughs> yeah, that that would also explain in episodes like two and three why the Jedi Council acts like such a dick to Anakin. I mean, it, when you look at it, it's just he's just this dude who's yeah. like super, super powerful and super great and everything. You would think it'd be like, hell, yeah, man, come on. Be a Jedi Master. Come on, we don't give a shit how young you are. You're supposed to be the chosen one. Yeah. You know, they're just being a dick to him for no reason. But if you set it up that like he's kind of, he's a little bit sketchy, they're kind of freaked out a little bit. Well, it makes a lot. He's, yeah, I mean, he's off the rail. Hmm? Yeah, honestly, I'm liking this. Oh, <laughs> I would still leave this episode three the way it is. Maybe change a little bit, but I like the episodes one and two. They did that, killed off Darth Maul. They, I agree, to definitely need to get rid of uh, Count Dooku. He was doo doo. <laughs> I mean, we yeah, have to say that since you as, said. <laughs> oh my god! Look, as much as I love Christopher, or is it Christopher Lee? Is it something like that? I don't give a old fuck. dude Saruman. You know, <laughs> yeah. he's a great actor and everything. I love the way he talks. He's got a great voice and everything. But he is superfluous. He adds nothing to those to those prequels that couldn't be done better by another character. And the fight scene between him and like Yoda in the second movie was legitimately awful. I was laughing the entire time I was watching it. But then again, Yoda fighting was the Emperor, you know, mm. Sith. I mean, that was a uh, that was pretty. Uh, I mean, look, have you ever seen a like a video of somebody being attacked by a crow or something, like a bird just flying around them, just napping at their face? No. Oh. Well, that's that, that's yeah. that's kind of what I I get brought to mind when I watch Yoda fight and he's just jumping around people, just screaming at the top of his lungs like he's got constipation or something. Yeah, I like Yoda as a mentor character in the original Star Wars, but he should have just been like a normal dude throughout the entirety of the prequels. And then, holy shit, that dude just got sent flying. And then. At the end of episode three, like somebody <laughs> drops a can of toxic waste on him and it turns him into a midget, you know? 
Yeah. Turns him into a puppet. There you go. And take out the original Yoda puppet. I would have been fine with that. You were the His chosen whole... one? Sorry, I just like saying that shit. <laughs> Can you imagine it? Okay, follow me here. This new prequel of ours that we're doing? Yeah. I want to get Christopher Walken to play Yoda. Regular <laughs> Christopher Walken. No green or anything. You were the chosen one, Anakin. Come on. Come on. And then hey. end episode three. Toxic waste dump. He falls into it. He turns into Yoda. I would be perfectly okay with that. Or Jared Leto, the Joker. Well, I mean, if we want to keep the movies <laughs> terrible, he'd be great for that. Oh, no. Uh, the, the final scene was the best. Um, you know, him... Went on way too long. It did. Like, like the first the first three minutes when they're actually inside the... the what you call it? Like the little factory? They're oh, great. Oh, yeah, the planet with uh, the lava... The lava yeah. planet. When they're indoors, it's great. When they go outside and they start doing like parkour off the fucking like the machinery as it's uh, melting down. It's, uh, okay, you kind of. I'm not invested in this fight anymore. It's just look at the pretty pictures. Yeah, I just thought I did think it was funny that so Padme comes running out. Anakin, mm-hmm. what are you doing? And he's like, "Shut up, bitch!" And he grabs her like with his th- yeah. his throat thing. And then, yeah, he's you know, choking her and saying, shut up, bitch, I'm trying to save you. <laughs> yeah, I know, that's, that's weird to me. And then Ewan McGregor comes down, let her go. And then, he, you know, that, that the start, I, I, it's just, yeah. I mean, the best, I mean, so he chops off his legs, he falls down, he starts catching on fire. I mean, to yeah, me, that shit I, was brutal, man. I loved it. <laughs> I bet you did. I love the struggle because, you know, if you had to take take some pauses away from episode one, two, and three. You get to see Anakin as a little boy and Obi-Wan just kind of mold him into something and then he just goes south. And But Obi-Wan doesn't lose his shit. I don't understand. You know, this is a nod to the newer ones. I don't know why Luke lost his shit. But, but um... Oh, boy. We'll get there. We'll get there. Anyway, but, yeah. you know, but... It, it was a it was a good it was a good you know closing to that chapter like okay so that's what happened but you don't really hear too much about that in the next three series you know next three episodes which we're gonna talk about next time on Couch on Fire yeah. podcast the afterburn yeah that was you like that that was a good segue into closing yeah that was one. a pretty good outro yeah you know, I just, not gonna lie it's... I just swing that I mean I gotta do that on a regular basis now yeah shit man I gotta take notes or something <laughs> all right. I'm going to end it. All right. Sounds good to me.